We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us again for this episode of The Blessing from the Valley. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. We hope you are having a wonderful day. We are coming to you live and in living color right here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And we hope that we can say something that will be a little helpful today. Maybe spread a little bit of hope and a little bit of encouragement. And uh, that's always a good thing. And because we have the Word of God and the promises of God, we always have hope, don't we? And that's kind of what I've been starting up series on just on the last episode uh, we're talking to you about the wonderful work of the word of god and i'm kind of transitioning from that uh dealing uh second timothy chapter three uh, we're going to try to transition over because of the word of god has a work to do and we talked to you about those in verse number 15 and 16 of second timothy chapter three it says all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Now, of course, we know the Bible says all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. And that just simply means God breathed His Word. Uh, The Bible came from God through the men who wrote it. And uh, we know that God superintended these human authors so that using their individual personalities, that they composed and recorded without error God's Word. And that's what we believe. It's inspired of God. God breathed. He used the actual authors, the human authors, to pen His Word without error, without omission. And uh, it's perfect. That's what we believe. And uh, I hope and pray you believe that. Uh, We believe that God's Word, uh, the Holy Bible, is all of God's Word. It's His love letter to mankind. And so when we think about God's Word, we just gave you some of the works that comes that that takes place uh, when the word of God is being preached or read or taught or shared. And we talked about in verse 15, it makes us wise in the salvation. It teaches us doctrine. That's what we believe. Uh, it reproves us. It tells us where we are wrong. But then it corrects us. It tells us how to make it right. Then it, it, it instructs us in righteousness. It's helping us to live um, to, to spiritual maturity. So, that's the work of the Word of God. So let me just consider some things. Let's consider some things that how we are to listen to the preaching of the Word of God. It could be the teaching. Uh, hopefully you go to a church where there is teaching involved. You know, here at our church, we have a Sunday school hour. At our church, it begins at 10 o'clock. We have different um, Sunday school classes. That just gives people an opportunity to kind of connect with people in a smaller group. And uh, we have some wonderful teachers here. But let's say that you're going into a Sunday school class and you're getting ready to listen to a lesson. But then, of course, we know that most churches, the primacy of that service should be the preaching. Uh, The Bible says it's through the foolishness of preaching. God uses that to save those who will believe. So we believe that preaching is God's way of getting his truth out uh, in, in the church of God and through the church. And so so how what are some principles? What are some things? That would be helpful to us. And these are just very practical. Um, you know, you might can come up with some other things. And again, this is uh, something that I learned from someone else. And so this is not original with me, but uh, it's been very helpful to me throughout my life. And I have shared this with our church. I've shared this with other people. And so let's just talk about how can we best listen and be prepared for the preaching of the word of God. Okay, you're going to go to church. 
and you're going to go and you're going to get involved in the song service. You're going to listen to the music. All of that music should be done in a way that you can prepare your heart to be open to hear the message. And we have an offertory here. And so uh, either Miss Donna, Brother Nate, Miss Sandy, someone will play an offertory. And I even like an offertory to be played when people are just listening, kind of getting, uh, you know, most of the time when an offertory is being played, you know, most people know the words to that song. So a lot of times I will sing uh, silently the words of the song of that offertory. And then we have a special music. You know, sometimes we'll have a solo. Sometimes we'll have a trio, a duet, a quartet, an ensemble. And we feel like all of that is to get people prepared for the Word of God. So when you get ready, you're coming to church, you're coming to listen to the Word of God, what are some things that could be helpful to us? Just very practical. Number one, desire to know the Lord. Here's, here's what I'm saying here. Before you ever get on the church parking lot or into the church on the premises of the church building, why don't you ask him to make himself known to you? Uh, how about you prepare your heart to hear? You know, it's kind of funny because especially when you have young children, you know, a lot of people, they'll uh, try to get to church and they're rushing around on Sunday. And, you know, a lot of times husbands and wives with little children, you know, they'll get frustrated. They're trying to find, you know, the shoes and the socks and the children aren't cooperating. And no doubt on a Sunday morning is when something will be spilt all over the floor. There's no doubt on a Sunday morning, that's what's going to take place to try to hinder you from coming to the house of God. And so what are some helpful things even to help prepare yourself to get to church? Well, then let me encourage you, if you have small children, get their clothes ready on Saturday night. And then you don't have to go around and rush around trying to find all that stuff, get their clothes matched, get everything ready. Get all that prepared Saturday night so you're ready to go to church. Because here's what happens. If you're frustrated, you know, you pull up in the church parking lot, maybe you and your husband or you and your spouse, you've had a little few words and you're aggravated and the children haven't cooperated and you're frustrated and you pull up in the parking lot and you jump out and rush in. And, you know, usually what happens there, you're not prepared. You're not ready. You're so frustrated. So I want to say to come to be prepared to allow the word of God to work in your life, then you need to prepare your heart before you ever get here. Prepare yourself to hear. Now, that's simple, but it's powerful. And, yes, it takes a little bit of effort, takes a little bit of time. But I'm telling you, it will help you be prepared when you come to the, the church on the Lord's Day, to the church house, and you're able to hear the word of God, maybe in the Sunday school, the preaching hour. But you want to desire to know the Lord. And so I want to encourage you, prepare your heart even before you get on the church premises. All right? That's the first. Just I told you, these are very practical things. Number two, this is simple. Maybe you say, well, Pastor Mark, you're really going to spend time talking about this. Yes. Number two, very simply, listen carefully to the Word of God. You know, um, I could never sit in the back of the church. There's too many distractions. I've always liked to sit up near the front. And uh you say, Pastor Mark, what are you talking about to, to listen carefully? That's what we're there for. But, you know, it's amazing uh, what can get our uh, attention, what can keep us from missing something that maybe the Lord wants us to hear. It could be a word. It could be a phrase. And if you're not careful, if you're not carefully listening and being ready to receive it, then you could miss it. So let me just give you a couple of things. Number one, follow along. Um, open your Bible. Uh, don't just expect the preacher to read the passage. You read the passage with him. When he reads, uh, I'm sure most churches, they tell you to turn to a certain place in your Bible, then it should be, you should turn there. Get familiar with your Bible, follow along, and, uh, you know, read the words uh, as the preachers read it. That's very important. Why? Because he speaks through his word. He speaks through his word. That's how he speaks to us. And so let me just give you a couple of other little things. Look, there's nothing wrong with marking your Bible. 
I have underlines. I have words highlighted. I, I circle words. I, I draw lines to other words that connect. I, I write notes on the side of my Bible. Like I have, uh, I've got uh, right here, I've got outlines even on this page here on 2 Timothy. I have teach it, treasure it, and tool it. And uh, that's in uh, 2 Timothy chapter number 4. And then I have over here in 2 Timothy chapter number 3, uh, under with verse 10, but thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience. And, uh, you know, I just wrote beside that, convictions must be kept. Uh, so, you know, I mark in my Bible, I circle words. Why? Because I want to follow along. I want to be ready to hear. I want to listen. And uh, these are just little simple, practical ways that we can listen to the preaching of God's word. Why? Because God's word has a work to do in your heart. And he speaks to us through his word. So you must pay close attention and follow along. Always bring your Bible to church. Uh, you know, when I was a teenager, I lived across the street from the church that I grew up in. There was a dear little lady. She was always there in the front in the vestibule. When you walked in, she always had a notepad. She had a pen, and she was marking off people as they came in the church. And she'd always mark them present, and then she would always ask, do you have your Bible? And every day, I mean every Sunday as a teenager, she would look at me and say, do you have your Bible? And I'd say, no. She'd say, shame, shame, shame. And so I really told on myself, if I couldn't bring my Bible to church, I can promise you I never read it at home. And that's the truth as a teenager. So follow along. Bring your Bible to church. Don't just expect the preacher. You follow along with him. and Make sure he's reading things correctly. And look, this day and age, you can't just take anything what someone says. Follow along in the word. Listen carefully. Number three, and I'm going to close on this one. This one's a big one. Listen without prejudice towards the preacher. Now, look, there are preachers that we enjoy better than others. There's no doubt about it. Um, but be careful because you might not listen as you should if you have some type of prejudice toward the preacher. By the way, you very well might miss something. Now, I know we all have our favorites. We all have some that might be more eloquent than others. Some are a little bit more dynamic than others. Some can convey truth a little bit better than others. But look, uh, no doubt, no matter who the preacher is, if he has the Bible and he's preaching the Bible and he's reading God's word, then don't be, don't have prejudice toward the preacher. Don't just say, well, I'm going to tune him off because, you know, I don't like what he's got on. Oh, come on. I mean, I don't like his tie. That's crazy. Uh, don't be prejudiced toward the preacher. Uh, maybe you had a, 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 you know, maybe his style is different than what you like. It's okay. Uh, don't be prejudiced because why? You might miss something. Uh, God uses people's different personalities. And if we are not careful, we'll listen with prejudice toward the preacher and we very well could miss something. And so we'll talk about this a little bit more on the next episode. These are just simple, practical principles hopefully will help you as you listen to the word of God and let the word of God work in your heart. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.